Season 10, episode 22, the final episode of season 10, titled Here's Negan. Finally, finally, we get to this episode. That makes this Talking Walking Dead. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Episode description on IMDb really doesn't do it justice. Uh, Carol takes Negan on a journey, hoping to minimize the increasing tension. Negan reflects on the events that led him to this point and comes to a conclusion about his future. Um, I love the episode. So we'll just, <laughs> we'll just lay it out on the table right now. I love the episode. It was, you know, I, I know that, uh, it was a little confusing for some with uh, the flashbacks and the flashbacks and the flashbacks. But uh, I, I enjoyed the episode. Now, I know that you have just one tiny issue, Jason, but welcome to Talking Walking <laughs> Dead with Jason Buttrell and Maximus Fisher and myself, Jeff Fisher. Um, so we'll we'll start with that. I mean, I put it on the table. I love the episode. And there's, I mean, we're going to lay it, lay it out for you, go through the episode. But uh, this actually is what, we're here for. Yeah, for sure. I, I love it too. I, I, this is what we've been wanting to see for God knows how long. Uh, I, I, I got minor gripes. I, I don't want to sound like a fanboy, so I throw these in there, although I was fanboying all over this episode. The, the confusion, I was confused at one point which flashback we were in. So I was like, I was actually <laughs> having to think about it. There was one point where I was like, wait a minute, I thought, oh, wait, what? I mean, when you're, they, they do this every once in a while, they're like, you know, flashes on the screen yesterday, and then another flashback, the day before yesterday, and then another one, <laughs> the day before, the day before yesterday, and, and then, then the day before, the day before, the day before of the before, and you're like, what? <laughs> and then three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, like, what? I, it's, it's a minor gripe, and like, how they, they've been doing this the entire season, yeah. you know, the little, like, prelude before like where someone's kind of like narrating where it sounds like they somehow went into a tunnel and then found a bathroom in the tunnel and then recorded the audio <laughs> i don't know how they did that that's that's impressive yeah but yeah it was good <laughs> yeah i thought i really enjoyed this episode i thought i thought it was really good i called something too i did call it we'll talk about that later Give you your props no problem but i i really enjoyed this episode it was cool seeing his backstory finally we've been wanting that since season seven um it was different than the comics a little bit but they did change a lot that wasn't a bad thing though the changes were pretty good too both are like both stories are really good well i mean they pretty much had to right because and the reason that they had to is that by the time we get to the end we realize that negan's not going anywhere right i mean he's he's still part of the deal thank god i i know uh, <laughs> <laughs> no had we gone through that episode and that was it oh my gosh yeah that would have been that would have hurt big time that would have hurt a lot because in the comic books, right? He just goes away now. Mm-hmm. We're in we're now in uncharted territory with Negan because if after he he's in the cabin in the comics, he stays. 
He has nothing to do with the Commonwealth storyline whatsoever. You get a little hint of him at the in the last issue, but you don't see him, and that's it. I'm shocked. I really am because I just budget just for budget purposes only. I am shocked that they're keeping him in there. Well, I think that they. I think that me too. I'm really glad, but I think that they. (laughs) While we talk about, uh, you know, the numbers not meaning much. And, uh, you know, they have the AMC plus numbers to fall back on. I really do think that they realize, ooh, man, we need to do something to, uh, pick up the pace a little to keep the, to keep the audience around. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting, especially just kind of really quickly, just the news of the day, you know, remember like the AMC stock was not doing well. Uh, just like the game stock, uh, GameStop stock is not doing well. There's a reason why people were short selling AMC. Right. And they did that whole thing, you know, boosting up the stock for AMC. It's, yeah, I mean, their shows are on the decline, including The Walking Dead. Yeah. Even if they have better numbers, it's on the decline. They had to do something to give it a shot in the arm. Yeah. And I think Negan is a pretty damn good shot in the arm. Absolutely. And I will say, and I will say that, uh, just as a side note, uh, they aired a show right after Walking Dead last night called Gangs of New York or London. Gangs of London. Oh, yeah. And, uh, it was really good. I don't need to watch that recording. That was really good. So, uh, you know, they're, they're actually, you know, producing some special content for AMC Plus and AMC, which goes to your and my narrative of they need to pick up the pace a little and they know it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, good, good. I good. mean, I'm happy. Look, they, uh, we, as we got into the episode, you know, we have the beginning where Maggie takes him to the cabin and says, you know, Carol. you're out or Carol, uh, you know, here's your stuff and, you know, get out. And, uh, you know, then <laughs> I loved, uh, the evil Negan, uh, in the cabin talking to him as he's yeah. listening to him. So. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was really good. We haven't seen that Negan in a bit. Yeah. His, uh, you're a clown, uh, with a cult of a personality complex with no cult. I was like, yeah. that was a good line. <laughs> <laughs> but then we go back to 12 years prior. Actually, no, first. He goes back to the tree, and we see a flashback of him getting his throat slit. Oh yeah, so they, that's right because they brought Rick in. Right, we we did see a flash of Rick there. Seventy-five percent of the audience was like, "Who is this guy?" I, that right, was that's like, what we talked about. I, right. I disagree. I, I think <laughs> I think it's more of the twenty-five percent, and seventy-five percent was, "Oh hi, Rick, we miss you." Yeah, and it also, I mean, there's no way they could do this episode without. Rick, right, somewhere. I mean, they've got a, they've got the movies to worry about. They've got the audience to worry about. Again, I mean, there, we talked about it uh, last week and maybe even, you know, before that where, you know, even if it is only, even if it is 25% of the audience that doesn't know Rick, that's a lot of people. Yeah. That's a lot of people. And that, that they need to, you know, they need to make sure that we, that we know why we care about him. Right. I think, I think more flashbacks like that will, will go a long way, you know, yes. just mm-hmm. explaining how we got here, basically. Yes. And, uh, you know, then the scenes with uh, Negan and the wife were tremendous. I mean, it, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I know it's acting, so you pull it off. But it seems like it was a great call to bring in his own wife in mm-hmm. real life to make it so that it was husband and wife, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, Hillary Burton Morgan did an amazing job playing Lucille. 
I, uh, I, I love the whole, you could see them setting this up from the very beginning when, uh, <laughs> evil Negan was like, you know, uh, basically kind of saying you need Lucille, you know, to be complete. He goes and digs Lucille up. You can, you could tell that he was getting ready to bury her once again, just to like completely put that, put it in. I don't know, it, it was just a cool plot device. But I don't think, I, I, I think that, um, and, and as we go through the episode and, you know, his, his, <laughs> <laughs> the day before the day before uh, and then you know 12 years before and then today like um you know we find you know that while he finds Lucille right and we go through the whole process of uh the the living life of of not being able to say goodbye to his wife and she had already uh you know decided that you know there's no way that I can I'm going to be able to survive this no way so that's why she asked him to stay, right? They, they were in the, they were in the, the plague house by themselves, you know, staying as safe as they could. And, you know, he wanted to, you know, he wanted to just continue to believe that he could save his wife. Right. And there was just no way she had already decided. Yeah. Don't go stay here. <laughs> Let me, you know, I want, I want to die with you here. And he wasn't going, he didn't want to admit that. Right. I mean, as a, and as a, you know, if you're in a husband and wife relationship, you can understand that feeling. Right. But you don't want to give up. You don't want, you don't want to be able to be the one that says, okay, we're just, that's the end of it. We're, we're, he's been fighting this whole time to keep her alive. He's not going to say no to that. The, all of those flashbacks were just so good. Like it, it was a different side of Negan that we hadn't seen. You know, the, the, at one point, the rocker Negan, he had long hair. Yeah, you know, that was. Rocker, biker, Negan, and he was, mm-hmm. he was a douche. He, I mean, he, he seemed committed to her, but he was a douche because he was yeah. sleeping around and, uh, even, even the thing with the jacket, you know, she was pissed off that he spent $600 on a jacket or whatever. I know, that was, well, well we, pre-apocalypse, we don't see much of pre-apocalypse. Yeah. It's but, yeah. uh, that was pretty funny. And, uh, the, the hoodie, he was, he was playing video games, which yeah. I, I know what game that was. That was Gears of War from the 360. That was really cool. He's like cuts it out, kids. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, that was great. And the hoodie he was wearing, if I remember correctly from watching the show that comes on after Gangs of London, um, uh, it, this was Jeffrey Dean Morgan's idea. There was a patch on uh, on uh, his hoodie that said the Saviors because that was the name of the team he coached in high school. Mm, interesting. Yeah, really interesting. <laughs> That's really it. Was really cool and. uh for those of you that aren't aware, uh, the Saviors was Negan's group uh, that was up against uh, Rick and our boy people. If you weren't around for that. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody knows. Yeah, well, they do now. Uh, and then, uh, uh, now we, we got, uh, I, I don't know, I just, I really enjoyed it. The, I did enjoy the uh, the beginnings of Negan, right? I mean, we've just been we been dying to see it. It was uh, It was good to see. And I will say, in talking to our, uh, during the, and I was communicating just not with you during the show. Yeah, I realized that <laughs> when I was like, hello, hello, feel like a radio hello, anybody caller? there? Caller? Caller? <laughs> uh, uh, with, uh, with, uh, with our, with our, with my main man, Justin, who, uh, oh my god. What? You're talking to people on Twitter and stuff, but you're not answering my texts. Now I'm pissed. I answered you. What are you talking about? I answered, you know, once. 
after the show. <laughs> and that was an order. Don't don't forget to show up for the podcast. Right, well, first of all, if we want to go back, uh, <laughs> we're going to go back here for just one moment, please, because I want to be clear about something uh, on this. Uh, after I heard uh, you say, uh, so annoying, uh, so annoying, uh, flashbacks and the flashbacks, and, and I, hello, we're two mirrors facing one another, I was done with you. Oh, <laughs> sorry. All right. Couldn't uh, handle it, uh. <laughs> but during that, that, uh, like, uh, like, like one flashback where it goes pre-apocalypse and it starts pl- playing back in black, I had this huge smile on my face. You know, the, uh, yeah, the, the, I, I made a note of that as well. The, the soundtrack was good. And when yeah. she jumped in her Mustang, there was, I can't remember what song it was, but it was another one of my faves. I was like, dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, what's his face? The guy that wrote it, uh, he talked about, uh, on the show that follows Gangs of London, uh, the, uh, he talked about that. He was the DJ. Nah. The writer, you know, the guy that wrote the show, uh, was the DJ and that I forget what song it was though. He, but it was one of his, it was all flashbacks to, uh, Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead and, you know, other apocalyptic shows. That's cool. Uh, you know, like the posters and the signs and stuff that were all, you know, Easter eggs throughout the show, just throwing love to oh, the other. Cool. Yeah. So it was really, I mean, they, they, they pack, worked really hard on this episode. They packed right? love into this episode. Yeah. I mean, the others were like, yeah, Daryl and Carol can just walk along a dirt road. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. We're worried about this. Episode. So we find out, of course, her figuring out that Negan's having an affair on her. So that was a, yeah, just being a douche, right? Yeah. He's, he's he's a douche, and and she still loves him. That was and, a uh, tense scene for me a little bit when when it goes to her after she finds that she has cancer, and she found, and she clicks it in her head that he's cheating on her. She's at her there. She's at their house. She's sitting at the table. In one hand under the table is her cancer diagnosis. In the other's a pistol. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, uh, married couples can uh, can relate to this, you know, I, I, especially from the wife's perspective. And many times throughout your marriage, she's like, "Should I kill him or should yes. I give him one more chance?" Absolutely, and you know, <laughs> when Hillary, the, the the real Hillary, was interviewed about it, she said, "I find it interesting that everybody thinks that was the first time I sat there with my yeah. gun." Yeah, exactly. Exactly. 100% true. Hope my wife isn't listening to this at the moment. (laughs) No, she's got one. Don't worry about it, my friend. (laughs) So then we get to, uh, you know, the creation of when he gets there and she actually is dead, right? I mean, she had planned it, right? And they, uh, she had, uh, she had the, she had planned on, if you fall back to the way they filmed it, she had planned on using the gun, right, to kill herself. Because remember when she killed the walker, because Negan was such a wuss with his little goggles and his knife stabbing. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, did like a dork. dork. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she shot the walker. Uh, they said that was the last bullet. Right. Apparently in the original script, the original idea was going, I was saving that. But they found that line a little too cryptic and like might have been a red flag for what might happen later. So they decided to change it to that. That was just our last bullet. Hmm. So, I mean, so, I mean, she, like I said, you know, when he left to go get the medicine, um, she had already planned it, right? She told him stay and she had already was going to end it. 
because she even, you know, she, and that's why, you know, she wrote on the door, please don't leave me like this. You know, she had, she was all, you know, she was ready for it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it was really sad. And that scene, I mean, that whole scene of him coming home and finding her, her, oh man, that was, that was really brutal and, and good, but brutal. No doubt about mm-hmm. it. With, with you are so beautiful playing, which you find out the importance of that song later. Yeah. And so, I mean, really cool. Now, I will say that I do agree uh, with uh, my man, uh, <laughs> with my man Justin last night. Other than you know, he wasn't whining about the flashbacks when I was talking to him. Uh, he's <laughs> he is a hundred percent correct, though. And I was thinking, and I was, you know, I was actually thinking, you know, the same thing. And when we talk a little bit about it at the beginning of this, was that AMC needs to invest in this storyline. Right, uh, you know, all the other storylines are, you know, are good. And I like some of the other storylines. Justin, however, doesn't, but he was, uh, you know, they need to do this storyline and maybe, you know, you know, the, and I would title it rise to power, right? And it would be the Negan rise to power and do that series up to meeting Rick. Oh my gosh! How many more people would watch that? Than, I know. Was it Ozzy and Harry? Or no, it was like what would we call it last time? The Daryl and Carol show, but we can't oh. remember what we call it. Ozzy and Harriet, whatever. whatever. Same thing. Yeah. Like a yeah. lot of people have said they want at least after this show ends, they want a Negan backstory, like mini series, not a full. Well, yeah, series. that's. I mean, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Invest in the it, story, and line. then it ends. I everybody has an idea on how it should end. And it's almost the same thing where he's in the RV prepping. You hear Simon knock on the door and you, he walks out with the bat over his shoulder. We piss in our pants yet? Credits. <laughs> yeah. And that would be up until he meets Rick, right? I mean, the rise to power. Oh man. Yeah. If they would have started that, like these bonus episodes, if this, what we, if here's Negan was the first episode and then the rise of the power over the next four episodes. Oh my, oh my gosh. <laughs> Must watch TV. I, mean, I would, I would, I would say that, uh, and that would give them the six episodes of rise yep. to power. It yeah. would have been the bonus episodes here of season 10. Mm-hmm. Negan's rise to power. Oh my gosh. I would have been all about it. I wouldn't even have cared about the continuing plot line. I wouldn't no. have cared. No, because they, you've season. already got season 11 for that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I mean, it just would have been tremendous. And I, I will say that we know, uh, you know, that, uh, they listen to, yep. uh, this <laughs> network, to this show. <laughs> we know this more than ever with Chris Hardwick last night on his little bougie show that he does <laughs> after Talking Dead, uh, his show called Talking Dead. Unlike, you know, mine is talking walking dead. But I'm just saying that, uh, he, uh, he used a throw out, holler out line at the beginning of the show last night. And my jaw was on the proof, floor. Proof that he listens to this network. Uh, and it was just, a, it was his way of saying hello with his, uh, and for those of you that, uh, listen to, uh, my show, Chewing the Fat and Pat Gray Unleashed, and especially uh, when I'm on the show and there's Pat doing me, pretending to be me, using the phrase, first of all, first of all. <laughs> uh, and Hardwick started the episode out with his uh, 
First of all, I see you looking at the phone, so that means you have the audio. Uh huh. Right, so after, so after Hardwick introduces the guests, he's about to start talking about the episode. Um. All right. First of all, first of all. Um, all right. So this is a shout out. That's okay. Just, I know. We My hear you, Chris. I guess we, we do. You. My jaw was on the floor. I was trying not to laugh. Yes, we do. Salute, my brother. Thank you. Thanks for watching the show. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Really. We we, we haven't even mentioned the biker gang. Well, I mean, look, that's the, uh, that was his, when he, that's his beginning to rise to power, right? When he comes back and, uh, you see him becoming okay with, Killing, like he said in the beginning, right? He says, "I'm not. I just don't want to. I'm afraid I'm going to get used to it." When he realizes after the wife is gone, that's the way he has to survive, right? Just it, I'll do anything to survive. Okay, so this was that. So I loved all the flashbacks and stuff. That was cool, but this uh, seeing this like really what makes uh, Negan Negan was so interesting to me because they kept like hinting about that incident he had where he, he got beat fired up from some dude. School. Yeah. Yes. And so you're like, you know there's more to that, but you start to find out, especially when he's so timid around these bikers, that he's suppressing something yeah. for mm-hmm. his wife, basically. He screwed something up with his relationship. It had to do with that. So that seeing red, his anger issues, he was having to suppress. And he just completely lets that go. That final, I hope I'm not jumping too far ahead, but. No, we're, we're good. Dude, that that final scene when he walks in and beats the hell out of all those bikers and walks in, he instantly transformed into the Negan. Yep. Like, it really wasn't that much time, but he instantly became that different person. When he was, like, all talking to him, he was all sarcastic that he wasn't in the earlier part of the show. Mm-hmm. He, you could tell that this guy, there was no way in hell he was getting out of there without a big dent in his skull. I mean, I was like, oh, God. I know. And that was, you know, you saw him starting to transform a little bit and still fight it when he had to get back to the wife, right? When he was starting to unscrew the screw at yeah. the bottom of the chair because he was already starting to think to himself, I'm going to have to just... I'm going to have to snap. And then he didn't have to, right? He ends up telling him, you know, he ends up breaking and telling him and, and, uh, and leaving because he had to get back to the wife and he didn't really want to because they were, the bikers were, you know, doing harm to the doctors. And isn't that, uh, uh, barcode girl? Yeah, that's Laura. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. noticed that too. Yeah. We find, we find <laughs> out now she was the first savior basically. And she yeah. was the one who gave him the bat. Yeah. She's still around, right? No, uh, no, Beta killed her. Oh, gosh. Thought she was still around. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> that's right. We were bummed when he killed Barco Girl. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. So, so I have some questions. So, in the very beginning, Evil Negan told Good Negan, uh, he said that you're never going to be basically you without me. And, uh, and so he had to embrace that, you know, to right. get his rise, you right. know. To, so I'm just curious, since he did burn Lucille, the bat, and basically put that to bed, so did he, so did he effectively bury that? He's, he's at peace with that. But when you see that smile when he walks back into Alexandria, I know, you know, or that, that grin when he looked at Maggie, that's not good, Negan, right? That's like, 
Well, he they they didn't say when listening to uh the uh the producers and the writers of that and they said he said that he filmed it both ways without a smile just a look and he said that uh and he gave and one with you know the Negan smile and he and all he said was that's the one they put in Interesting. so yeah. yeah, because the, the original script, the, he it didn't say it didn't say, and then Negan looked at Maggie and smiled. It was just Negan, Matt, and Maggie looked at each other and had like like a stare down, and then the Jeffrey Dean Morgan decided, I think he should smile here, but I'll film it both ways, and they chose the one where he smiles. Yeah. So uh, if, if, as a director, you don't put that scene in there. Well, you you would I you know. would think about not putting it in there because you would don't want to give away plot line going right. further. But I, I think that they do, right? That's the way that they keep us hooked. And by the way, he is, you know, they're in Georgia filming now. You know that god awful state of Georgia, by the way. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're, uh, don't even don't even. <laughs> but uh, uh, they're in. He's there filming now. Right, so his character is still alive and well, and you would think the reason, you know, obviously you would think that the reason that they leave the Negan smile in is because he's, uh, you know, hasn't necessarily given up that Negan. Yeah, because you're right with the, you know, with the 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 funeral. I called it, by the way. This past week, we were speculating, and I kept, I just had a feeling that the bat was gonna break. I had a, I just had this feeling it was gonna break. He didn't think it would. Oh, well, I did. I mean, that was, that's what brought on the burial, right? I guess they could, they, yeah, I guess he couldn't come strolling back in with the instrument that Right. <laughs> right. And that, and it's been out there for, what, eight years now? And I think the only thing holding it together was the barbed wire, and then he hits the walker with it, snap. Yeah. So I mean, it it uh, it was uh, you know you have the death of Lucille. Now the other thing is is that perhaps they do 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 uh, do do what uh, we had talked about in previous episodes is that that's how he reacts and gets and gets Maggie to maybe not like him but be okay with him. By saving the kid somehow, right? I mean, he saves the kid somehow, and, uh, you know, Maggie has to be okay with him being at Alexandria. I hope not. I hope they don't go there. I, I, I don't know, want them too, to reconcile. I really don't. Uh, that just doesn't work for me. I, you know, I, I didn't know they were filming in Georgia right now. I guess they don't care about voting laws. Um, okay. I, uh, I, uh, anyway, yeah, I lost my train of thought. Right I know, um, I know. Sorry. There's so many, there's so many bad things. <laughs> Not now. I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> we did find out last night that uh, 8:22 is uh, the season premiere of the 11th and final season of Walking Dead. August 22nd. That would be 8:22. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's close. That's crazy. I know. So, uh, and he and, uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan said that they are, uh, season 11 while the bonus episodes that we just got done seeing were, to use his term, filmed in a bottle, you know, under the COVID restrictions and, uh, uh and all of that, um, that this, these episodes are not, you know, they're really going all out for the final season. 
So, I mean, that, yeah, but I mean, they've got so many episodes, right? I mean, it's season 11, 20 some episodes. I mean, they got, they got some distance to cover. Yeah. Which is why to me, it would have made sense to have that, you know, get rid of the Daryl Carroll love story promotion of, you know, their new show coming up after season 11. You could do that during season 11. And do the rise to power. That should have been the, that should have been the series. Yeah. I don't think we'll ever get to see that, but no. I wish they would. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm so stoked though that Negan's sticking around. I hope it's like what we were theory crafting a couple episodes back where, you know, they use, they learn to use bad Negan and unleash him when they have to. It'd be mm-hmm. so like, like what Carol did with Alpha. Or exactly yes. that. Yeah, just yeah. use that template. Like, who, who is the craziest person out there we need to get rid of? Let's stick Negan on it. He'll take care of it. Yeah. It's weird because, like, Negan, be they, like, at least some of the OGs, because a lot of the new people in Alexandria, they just know, oh, we have this prisoner. We heard he did bad things, but we really don't know what he did. It's only, like, the OGs from Alexandria who know what he did. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, we definitely have something to look forward to. Now, now, uh, next week we have the, uh, premiere of Fear the Walking Dead, uh, titled The Door. Uh, all the promotions seem to be like usual, make me, uh, feel like I need to watch it. So we'll see if they hold up. Cause they, last year they kinda held up. You know, last season they kinda held up cause they did what we had, uh, recommended by breaking down each episode as a different episode instead of trying to move along a storyline that didn't work. Yeah. So we'll see if they continue with that. It didn't look like they continue with that though. It looks like they're going to go back to a storyline where they all are focused on the same thing. And uh, I don't know if that works. If they do it better, it can work. If they do it better, the problem is... Can I quote you on that? (laughs) Well, if they do it better, it'll be good. Well, it's like I say, it's possible if they write it differently, but the problem is they haven't given any evidence they can. That's my only issue. And yeah, the the previews, I saw those, they they did look good. The only problem, another problem with it is just they're bad guys. It's like they're trying to elevate them. Or like pretend they're like on the level yes. of like the saviors, and they're just not scary. I'm sorry, they're laughable. You want to make right. fun of them every time they show up. It's you mean the cowboy comic cons? Right, they're like cosplaying. They they literally oh. have cosplayers, the bad guys. The the well, the cowboy rangers. That kind of makes sense. If there was an apocalypse, I would not be surprised, especially here in Texas, especially here in Texas, no. that there would be cowboys that no. would. Sure, but they wouldn't go. Let's go on down yonder, down there in the pasture, down over there, over there. Yeah, you know, they would. Uh, I know people like that I reckon, now. I reckon I'm, we should get some whiskey, you know, with this steak. Yeah, come on. Jason, we, 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 we would not revert back to how we spoke in the 1800s. <laughs> Except there are people who speak like that now. One of my well, best friends does. He he can attest to this. My my father right here can prove to that. That is true. That there are some full-blooded Texans that still exist. That, uh, they still don't talk that way. They, yeah, they, talk my entire life. they do talk similar to that, though. I will. They say. have an accent. That's possible. They have an accent, and, and they and they would lasso you. Okay, my friend. So just zip it. Come on. <laughs> I was working at camp one time. I was working at camp one time with this one person, hey, and hey, guess hey, and guess what he hey. said. To, guess what he said. Hey, can you pass the spatula there? Yeah, there. I'm not kidding. So, you know, he could work with the fear cosplayers. 
and uh, you know, be a part of the bad guys in the apocalypse. It is slightly possible. You guys are kidding me. You guys are kidding, <laughs> killing me. Thanks for listening to Talking Walking Dead. <laughs> we have fear next week, so you know we'll be back and we'll talk a little fear and see how they uh, how it holds up with uh, the rest of the Walking Dead universe. But uh, the the six episodes of the bonus uh, shows for season ten uh, all were made okay by here's Negan episode. The <laughs> the others that we suffered through, we suffered through just to get to here's Negan. So uh, Jason Butchel, Maximus Fisher. And you, the listener, be sure to subscribe to Chewing the Fat so you know when Talking Walking Dead uploads every week. Because we're here for you, really. We are. And uh, you know, you know you need to listen, right? Okay, that's good. We'll see you next week.